Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 669 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, a number of interviews I've collected over the last few days. Because as it's Easter weekend, I've taken a couple of days off. So on the way, Tommy Walsh will be having a bit of a natter all about the importance of the air that we breathe around us, particularly when you're doing your DIY projects, whether it be indoors, outdoors or wherever. We need to make sure we're thinking about what particulates could be in the air. On top of that, Brownhill's Musical Theatre Company have their production of Kinky Boots on the way at the Litchfield Gallery coming up in May. I nipped along to one of their rehearsals, had a chat with them and the man behind the musical, the real Charlie Price. His name is Steve Payton, so you can find out what happened when we had a catch-up then. Plus, on top of that, we'll also be hearing from the wonderful Ian Prowse. He is playing at the New Hampton Arts Centre on the 23rd of April, and it will be an amazing gig. That's all coming up on the show this week. Ian Prowse will be making, I think, a triumphant return to Wolverhampton when he appears at the Newhampton Arts Centre on the 23rd of April. It's a Saturday night and you will absolutely adore his show. He's here now to tell me what to expect on the night. Hello, sir. Hiya, mate. Um, a, a Saturday night in Wolvo. What, what, what else can you ask for? Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've been playing in Wolverhampton for 30 years now, so I've got a lot of friends there that I've, uh, you know, met down the years. And I always have a fabulous night. I don't know if it's because of those early Pele gigs, which were crazy Pele gigs in the Wolverhampton Polytechnic or <laughs> our connection with the Wonder stuff or just that all the people in that neck of the woods, they seem they seem to know their musical onions. Well, it is proper music that you perform. And I, yeah. my education, as I've said before, about your music came when I was at university in your native Liverpool. So it's kind of a cultural yeah, exchange programme, isn't it, with the, with the two of us? <laughs> I was. You were there at the height, weren't you, in 1992, the height of Pele? Absolutely. Uh, uh, listening on to Radio City and hearing Fair Blows the Wind for France and some of the tracks off fireworks being played yeah. by the gang, well worth a listen. And yeah. I mean, you, you've you've brought with you that music through your career and sort of added to the catalogue to the point at which I think you could play about a 93-hour set now, couldn't you? <laughs> well, for me, you know, the most uh, important thing, Jase, uh, and the most... Uh, the thing that I care about most is to be an artistic going concern. <laughs> so when you come and see us, you will get all your Pele favourites, you'll get all of your Amsterdam favourites, but it's important for me that the songs that I release now are as good as, if not better, than what we did then. So this new record, One Hand on the Starry Plough, uh, the whole aim of it was to, uh, you know, was to add to what we'd done and not just rest on our laurels, because I there's so many... Um, other musicians and songwriters that they kind of they they wrote their best stuff 30 odd years ago and they it, 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 it's as it's if they're not bothered now <laughs> but i'm more bothered now than i ever was so that's important to me to be a going concern artistically speaking you know Absolutely, and I, I, the music itself—I I think it speaks to people. You've, you've been talking to people across the UK for what, as you said, thirty years, and that's the exciting bit: is you still got something to say as well. Yeah, I, the sort of songs that I write are are supposed to be, um, you know, dialogues between me and them about how our lives are going on. You know, um, and what what our what our struggles are, what our little victories are. What uh, you know, and especially in the past 
you know, a couple of years with the world being turned upside down with the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, as the new album reflects some of that. But it's it's underpinned always in, with my music with a sense of hope. You know, it is not miserableist music. It might be sometimes hard hitting with the facts and the figures of what we all have to suffer and endure, but it's always shot through with some hope because, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm kind of optimistic person really. And I think that we can, <laughs> with each other's help, mm-hmm. and that's the key thing, you know, with communal help, we can get through just about anything. Yeah, and uh, and, the, and the current political climate being part of that. <laughs> no comment, mate. Okay, no, okay. Well, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. But uh, yeah. <laughs> music is the, is the heart and soul of, of us as human beings, isn't it? And uh, again, something I think you reflect so well. Well, that's a bit, if you come and watch us play, you know, you'll get, you'll get a bit of rabble rousing. You'll get, um, you'll get a few tears, you know, uh, there'll, there'll be joy. There'll be fun. There'll be a bit of daftness. There'll be a bit of the whole human experience packed into the one night, you know, mm-hmm. um, you, it, it, it's sort of, that's what music is for me, you know, and music has the power to be a lifesaver. Music has the, the power to just prop us up when we're right at the bottom. And it also has the power to just be there for a good night out. If you want to, mm-hmm. you know, have a few drinks and let your hair down, get away from all the stress of, uh, you know, not paying your COVID fines. <laughs> and, and the like. But there yes. we go. So, I mean, when it comes to it, uh, New Hampton is an amazing venue. But is it one you've played before? No, I was hoping you would tell me what it was like. It's I've actually really nice, yeah. Well, you've got a radio station just next door. And, uh, you yeah, know, so that's, that, that's a good start. We're, there, we're based down there at New Hampton at the moment. And oh, really? uh, you've got a fantastic hall there and uh, a great sound system. And it's, you know, just in the heart of Whit Marines. And a fantastic yeah. place to play. And I, I think you, you've got to tick off all the boxes of all the venues. We, we need you at the Grand at some point, but New Hampton will do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I played there, uh, I think, with the Wonder Stuff once a few years ago. I played everywhere in Wolves, you know, the Little Civic and the Slade Rooms and, and the Wolfen and all, and the Polly and all the old places we did down the years. And it's absolutely uh, lovely to be asked to play at this place because I've heard a lot of good stories about it. Yeah, so no. we're going to... Uh, we're going to try and remove its roof on, <laughs> on that night. Well, it is an amazing venue. It is the 23rd of April, Ian Prowse yeah. and Pelé Amsterdam's back catalogue. And uh, what, what's the full title of the current lineup? How do you bill it? Um, well, it's it's Ian Prowse and Amsterdam. And the show is we play all of my songs for yeah. all of my songwriting career. Because the truth of the matter is the Pelé Amsterdam and albums under my own name, it's all exactly the same thing. Do you know what I mean? It's all because I wrote the songs in every single format, you know, and it's like me just it's like me just driving a different car for a bit, you know, or a different <laughs> colored uh, vehicle and thing, because whatever, if we play an early uh, if we play Fairblows and Win for France, I wrote that. If we play Battle, the new song, I wrote that and everything in between. So it's kind of it's just all the same thing. Well, we'll take a listen to Battle now so people do get an idea of what they're to expect on the night. It is awesome music. I cannot rate this fella high enough. And you've uh-huh. sort of been, been part of my life musically for the last 30 years, and it's always a joy to speak to you. 01902 572 is a box office number, newhamptonarts.co.uk to get your tickets online. Book your tickets, go along, see this man and the music. You will adore it. <laughs> Ian Browse, thank you as ever for joining us. Thanks, mate. Great to see you.
Justice ain't a virtue, justice ain't a headline. The kind of justice you want, you get it down despite mines. Got a shadow on my shoulder, caught up in the crossfire. I'm wiser now, I'm older. Tommy Walsh, the renowned TV DIY gardening team expert, is with me now. Talk a little about air quality. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, and I've just been finding you well. Yes, I'm very good at the moment, thank you. 
So um, um, air quality, uh, you're used to working outdoors where the air quality is usually fantastic, but that's not something that's the case across many a home in our area. No, dust um, can be dangerous. Uh, and that's something that we should uh, pay serious attention to. Um, it's been analysed and discovered that silica, which can cause silicosis and also cause other serious uh, conditions, um, is something that needs to be checked and the results respected. Because um, airborne, you, you have to make sure that it doesn't have free reign. Uh, there's a company, family company called Trolex, uh, specialising in health and safety, and they've brought a, a, a new system out that can give you instant, like traffic lights, gives you instant indication of whether the dust that you've got around you is toxic or not. Where previously, you'd have to send it off to a lab and it would take two weeks to find out whether that was dangerous dust or not. Mm -hmm. Now you can find out instantly by using this system and just around the corner, they're going to do a very small, compact system that the small builder and the DIYer will either be able to buy or to rent. And that will give you clean air. So you can get a, a, a brilliant uh, way of making sure the air that you breathe is safe. And obviously, we, we all know about the dangers of asbestos in the air. And if you're doing a small business project at home or, or a bit of building, or if you've got somebody coming in to do building, you'd be taking into account, hang on, is there asbestos there? But silica, what are the sources of this? Is it just the standard bricks and things around us? It, the silica is in everything. You'd be surprised. It's in lots and lots of different materials. Um, and and that's the danger. We're not too sure. That's why this system could tell you if there's dangerous uh, and toxic stuff in the dust. So you're forewarned. But it's always uh, a very good system to put on the masks, the uh, the glasses, so it doesn't come in the eyes, and the ear defenders. Anything that keeps you um, away from danger. That's what's that's what's important. Yeah, now silicosis, the disease that this dust will cause, is actually the uh, most common occupational lung disease these days. Mm. And, I mean, that in itself, it just shows it is the next thing we need to deal with. Asbestos, it's not quite tick box done, but at least we know how to deal with that and we know what we're looking out for. And obviously there are plans in place to do that. But with silica in the air, by the sounds of things, it is something which is much less prevalent to be checked for, yet it's still causing huge problems. Yes, well, it, they, they say, actually, that this could be the new, the new asbestos. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's as, it's as dangerous as that. And what they're really worried and concerned about, that it can mix with other uh, uh, materials and they don't know what the reaction of that. And that might be affecting other organs that we've got. I mean, um, I've been, you know, sort of eating dust, if you like, all my life from, uh, from a young kid when we used to make breeze blocks uh, yeah. as a business, you know, using uh, spent coal with cement and water and vibrating. And so... I recently had um, a serious operation and it was very touch and go. I had throat cancer and it was a viral cancer. They don't know how I contracted it and it could more than likely was airborne. So I could have picked that up any time in the past when I've taken in some dodgy dust and it's uh, given me a life-threatening problem. And Thankfully so now I'm, I'm all in the clear at mm -hmm. the moment. So, uh, um, I had a successful uh, treatment um, at Bart's and the London Hospital between them, and uh, <clears throat> they managed to give me a, a, another lease of life, say. So. 
Well, that's that's good news at least, and um, I'm very pleased to know that uh, they've been able to help you out and and get you back to uh, on the road to fitness. But I mean, we're talking here about twelve thousand deaths a year from inhalation of particulates in the UK. So you know, you you're one of the lucky ones. Uh, there are people who may be having immediate problems or other long term health issues, which have come purely from the air that they breathe. That's exactly right. So that's why this system must be taken very seriously and used broadly right across the country and the sooner we can get the system working for everybody because it's okay on a big site where the cost implication is not too major for making the the workers on that site uh, in much healthier conditions Mm -hmm. Uh, where i see a lot of the problem lies is in diy and the small building contracts that cover about half the country's building annually so that needs to be addressed so that everyone's working safely and then we make the environment a bit safer as well yeah because health and safety can easily get overlooked if it's only a small project if it's a one-man band or if you're just doing some work yourself you could easily be cutting up blocks or something and and get this dust into your lungs and uh, possibly affecting both lungs and other organs as we say so vitally important that this is is thought of and considered so uh, you talked there about the trollex air excess silica monitor where can we go for more information everything you need to know because we all know about the danger of ladders but this might be something far more dangerous and more toxic. But if people go on to www.trolex.com, they'll get all the information they can possibly need or want from that, uh, that address. So trolex.com, T-R-O-L-E-X.com. And you can find out more about the background to finding out whether these particulates are in the air and be able to monitor in real time, which is the important part. Yeah, and how to make sure that you keep safe from them got tommy walsh tv star from so many shows over the years and many more to come i trust thank you for joining us thank you very much jason it's been a real pleasure talking to you from the 10th through to the 14th of may at the litchfield garrick kinky boots is going to be on stage brown hills musical theater are bringing it to the world and we have three of their number and the man behind the musical too hello everybody Hi. 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 Right, so Steve Paintman, first of all, uh, you are basically a god in the world of Kinky Boots. Uh, <laughs> you, you helped put this story together, having lived it. So give us a bit of a background to the musical and the joy of seeing all these wonderful people performing it. Well, obviously it all started from a television programme, mm-hmm. which then led into the musical, which has now led into it going to Amateur Dramatics. So my part is, I was the original real Charlie Price, the guy who it's actually based upon. So I'm coming here to see my life played out, and I'm sure these guys are going to do a fantastic job. Absolutely. Brett, I'll let you do the introductions on who we have here, because we have the rest of the cast behind us. Yeah. We won't introduce all of them just at this moment, so but who have we, we got? Kelly Tide, director, mm-hmm. all one part of the, uh, the dream team. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> With her husband, Rich. Uh, and then we've got Patterson, who's playing Lola, mm-hmm. uh, and myself, Brett, playing Charlie. So, I mean, what your thoughts so far? I mean, you've met some of the gang. It's all looking fantastic, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's just... Charlie's needs to have a bit of a shave. I know. They always <laughs> pick me with a beard. I don't know I, why. I apologise. <laughs> it's just laziness. No, so. it's, it's great. And um, it's, it's so nice to meet somebody who's going to be playing you on, on stage. Mm. Um, I don't know who's more nervous, either me or... or, or, or Brett, <laughs> well, this is it, because you, you, you have Charlie on a page and then you get to meet the, the real thing in Steve. And uh, it, it's getting the balance between the two, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, and, you know, what I love about coming to the rehearsals is I can tell so many little stories that have actually happened and how the bits in the film and the musical actually came about. Um, And also a bit of background because a lot of the characters say, 
you know, was my character real? Mm -hmm. How do I play him? Is it, it or is, you know, is the girlfriend there? Is is the wife there? All these sort of sort of questions, which is which is quite good to be able to fill in the background information. Okay, so no, no pressure, but tell us how it's going. I think it's going really well. <laughs> everybody's everybody's doing a cracking job. They're working really hard, and uh, we're nearly there. I think, yeah. 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 Now, now, Lola is an important role in this, and as I've heard Steve saying earlier, a sort of amalgamation of different people are involved in the process when it Which came I only, to getting. I only found out today. Well, you, you know that I now. Not so know that. You now get to have multiple personalities. How yeah. cool is that? Uh, scary. Okay, we'll see how it works out. But I mean, scary. you've got a lot of challenges, and uh, it's the walking in the high heels which proves to be interesting. You know what? Honestly, I think I got that down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First time I did it, and I was behind everyone with, what, two months? Because they couldn't find a heel that fit. <laughs> um, but now I think I'm lasting at least an hour and 40 minutes comfortably in the heels without agony. Um, but, yeah, it's going really good. Uh, and, Brett, obviously you wear high heels a lot, so for your bit where you... No, no, not at all. Okay, uh, it's painful. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting used to it, slowly. But, but it's exciting to be part of a show like this. It's fantastic. It's such an uplifting show, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and with everything that's gone on in the last few years, it's just nice to be a part of something that where people can come and leave with a big smile on the face, isn't it? Absolutely. And directing this lot, what's that like? <laughs> I could tell you some stories. Okay. Really well, you two could get together with some <laughs> yeah. interesting yeah. stories. Yeah. Swap stories, yeah. No, they're absolute joy. I mean, rehearsals—they're good fun, hard work. It's um, it's a trying story to tell, as much as it is uplifting. I think it's got a really important message behind it as well, and I think that's something we're working really hard to make sure is coming through: is the storytelling with the characters, uh, especially now knowing that it was all real life and these people were real. Um, so we are working really hard to make sure that message comes across, but having an absolute doing it and it's quite a technical show as well though isn't it massively really technical it's really really challenging um, but we've got an amazing an amazing team because we've got it's not just the cast who are incredible you will find out shortly um, but all of the crew that we've got you know we've got our, our stage managers the people who are actually making all the boxes for our you know to be in the, the factory the shoe factory we've got an amazing team around us so not only will it sound fantastic it's going to look amazing as well it'll look look just like the West End production. Which is exactly what we expect from Brown Hills, to be fair, and we, <laughs> we expect nothing else. I mean, guys over there, are you all looking forward to it? Oh, yeah! I think they're looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It is the Literal Garrick. It's the 10th through to the 14th of May. 01543 412121 is their box office number. Literalgarrick.com to get your tickets. Go along, support this lot. Break a leg, not when you're wearing boots, though. And we look forward to a brilliant production of Kinky Boots on stage. Thank you all. Thank, Thank you very you. much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 670 next week. And we'll be back to our usual format as well. I'll see you then. Good for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.